tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Let's go, everybody! It's the AfterBuzz TV After Show for Homeland Season 5, Episode 8, all about Allison. Thank you all so much for tuning in. We're happy to start off your Thanksgiving week with you with another great episode of Homeland. I am your lead host, Frank Majorana. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Let's Go Frank M. And I am joined, as always, by my beautiful panel, starting with Stephanie Garrett. Hey, you can find me at StephanieG3360 on Instagram and Twitter. And a caffeine-addled Julian oh. Dujeric. You can find me at Julian Dujeric all across the board on all social media. Julian just had a Coke, <laughs> so it's going to be an interesting episode as always. Uh, remember a couple weeks ago when you had yeah. one, so it's... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I have water now, too, so I'm kind of mitigating against yeah. that. Good, good. And I need a Coke. I, I mean, he needs to come down, I need to come up. Yeah. So we're, yeah. we're, 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 we're today. We're covered. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, it is Thanksgiving week, guys, yes. so I just wanted to start with something a little bit different. Mm. What are you most thankful for when it comes to Homeland, the show, or our after show that we have going on here? Uh, I'm thankful for the opportunity to sit here and talk about some fun stuff with you guys, <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm thankful that I met you guys. Oh. Oh, that's, that's so great. sweet. Thank no, you. seriously, because you know you thank meet you. some people. It's like, uh, but you guys are awesome. <laughs> oh, thank you. Seriously, and, yeah. and you are great. You, thank like you. I was saying before we went on, you you have something smart to say every week. So thank that's you. Awesome, the Julian. Self, I love the self congratulatory nature. There's a lot of, lot of feelings show, yeah. going on. Yeah. I promise we'll get to the episode in one second. But <laughs> yeah. Julian, what are you thankful for? Uh, I'm thankful for the fact that this show is self aware and understands that you know there are many different perspectives on a given uh, event or situation, and I'm glad that they try their best to. Uh, promote all different angles. Mm. That's Because awesome. there are very many shows that do that. That's very mm-hmm. true. Yeah. And I'm most thankful for this season finding a brand new storyline that is mm. interesting. Yes. It feels like the first season since Brody died that is truly back up to the level that it was when he mm-hmm. was on the show. I loved this episode. I loved the Baghdad flashbacks, um, which were so cool and gave us such a, an interesting insight into Allison and Carrie's relationship, how it started and how it developed. And so we, we have a great episode to, to discuss. But as always, we like to start with our social media shout-outs. Um, so this week we had um, a lot of activity out there. So I want to thank you guys for using that hashtag, ABTVHomeland. Be sure to uh, tweet us on Twitter. We just gave you our social social media information. You can also, on our YouTube page, give us a like, but also comment underneath our video, and we go through the comments every week, pick out what we thought was best, and then talk about it on the show to start it all off. So I always start with Twitter, and we had uh, kind of a funny submission first. This is from Eric Shinzer. Uh, He's at Shinzer, and he said... When will Mandy Patinkin sing in mm. Homeland? I've been watching for five seasons now, and he has not sung. I feel deceived. <laughs> well, 
<laughs> okay. Okay. Eric's a little bit of an oddball out there. And, and Didn't know Randy could sing. Yeah. So hopefully, like uh, on um, a Mad Men, where uh, one of the characters died and did a musical number, uh, we can have <laughs> Manny Bentink and his Saul out there doing it. So thank you so much, Eric, for your tweet. Uh, I also liked... Um, um, Carrie King at Doc Carrie sent us in this tweet about seven hours ago. She said, "Is Carrie playing Allison? Mm. Maybe she found out more than she's letting on." So mm. um, she predicted something today, which obviously this episode proved wrong. So I'm sorry, uh, Carrie, but uh, we learned something different tonight, which we are all expecting. So, mm-hmm. but appreciate you reaching out on Twitter again. Use that hashtag ABTV Homeland, and then um, one more. This came in from Anne-Marie Fisher. She's at Anne-Marie88Keys. She said, my prediction, Allison will put her own name in Quinn's hitbox when caught. Mm. Which I thought was an interesting prediction because yeah. to me, I think that kill box is kind of gone now. It's I, out, I agree. Yeah, I think out so of too. the way because yeah. Saul's out of the picture, so he's not running the program anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but I actually have a really interesting prediction about Allison that I'm going to save for later. Okay. It is different from last week. Okay. My mind has been changed about her uh, after watching this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's get right into it. Let's talk about um, the ballad of Allison, which is what I like to alternatively call this episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. What did you learn about her that, you know, this week that was new to you, Stephanie, that you thought that well, was surprising? I actually liked the, the, g- them giving us a little bit of backstory on her yeah. and how she's, she and Carrie sort of uh, came together and how they met and everything. I thought that that was uh, really nice to watch. Mm-hmm. And uh, Allison, I don't know. I don't know if she was... A deceitful person to begin with, right? And and unless not, she just couldn't see her way out out of that situation. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a little surprising to me, yeah. and the fact that she's now this sort of cold, um, distant, um, little vindictive woman. Yeah, and, and it's been a ten year span, so she's been doing this for ten years. So it's probably weighing very heavily on her now. Yeah, that was the most surprising thing to me about the backstory, and I loved what Dr. Vince Houghton said last week. Our guest, I hope you all enjoyed listening to his interview, but he made a great point about how at some point he said Allison loved the United States, mm-hmm. but that he, you know, somewhere along the line she got converted, yeah. and lo and behold, this is the episode that we see it. Yeah. Uh, what What did you think about it, Julia? Well, it's interesting. I don't, I don't necessarily think she's converted. I think she's just stuck with between a rock and a hard place, mm-hmm. and she is doing the thing that preserves her right. mm-hmm. uh, in the best way that she feels like she can. I, I I'm feeling a little more empathetic. I, I obviously we didn't have this con- the context of this episode uh, in previous ep- uh, episodes, and so I. I did not like her. Um, I still don't, but I just feel like um, I understand now where she's coming from and why she did what she did. My question is, you know, if she would have gone to the U.S. and said, you know, explained her current predicament, or I guess it, back in 2005, as we saw, it was a flashback, explain her current predicament. Mm-hmm. What makes her think that the U.S. wouldn't have continued to use her as an asset and right. seen that, you know, she's picked a side. She has picked the U.S. over... Russia. I, I'm, right. I'm. I wonder. Maybe. But, I mean. Maybe she thought. That's a great point. That is. And I, I totally agree with you in that. My opinion of Allison has changed this week mm-hmm. because we see that she was forced into this situation. Mm-hmm. It wasn't one that she chose yeah. out of some political ideology that she wanted to align herself with the Russians. 
It was she got herself in too deep with an informant, mm-hmm. which we've seen from Carrie with Ion yeah. and Brody. So it happens. So yeah. it's not un- entirely unreasonable. But I think because she was forced into this and it wasn't of her own choosing, that ultimately the outcome of this whole mastermind plot is going to change. I'm really holding back my prediction right now. I want to tell you what I think, but she is, she has a reason for doing all this. She got caught. She did something wrong. There's probably some feelings down deep that she screwed up and should make it right somehow. And I think ultimately, you know, I think she will make it right. Um, it, you know, hmm. you disagree? Yeah, no, I was just had a thought that remember when she was sitting at the computer shopping? Yes. And I thought, now how is she able to afford all these fabulous handbags right. on her salary? I mean, I know she uh, makes good money. She probably makes six figures at least, but I don't know. Something about that st- st- struck me as strange. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, wh- where is she getting all this money from? Like, she's dressed beautifully. She, I mean, she looks great. She's carrying an expensive handbag, and they're not cheap. I don't know. I'm thinking she still got a little something up her sleeve. Yeah. And $4 million is what yeah. Yvonne promised her. By the way, I've loved watching Yvonne since Dr. Yes. Houghton last week said that he mm-hmm. was the, the, the purest form of the character mm-hmm. and, and the most realistic aspect of the show this season for him and watching the way that he handles Allison. Mm-hmm. I really paid attention to that this week based on Dr. Houghton's mm-hmm. feedback. So it was really interesting to see him play Allison and calm her down where, when needed and push her when needed. Uh, he really has a strategy to deal with her. Mm-hmm. But it's clear that they were they got together in 2005. It's been 10 years since and they have both benefited from it. So it's turned out exactly how Yvonne thought it would. Mm-hmm. Um, but the question is, how much longer is this relationship going to last? Julian, do you see this as a long-term la- agreement between Yvonne or Allison, or is this something that can be broken? I don't see it as one. I hope it do- it is one, <laughs> just yeah. for the sake of uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> having a more interesting plot point. Right. Uh, I don't know how it can be sustainable for much longer. Right. I mean, this is the- they are now 10 years into it in the upper echelons of their respective governments, and mm-hmm. so I don't really see how... I mean, we just saw so people are catching on. Carrie has now caught on, and so mm-hmm. I, I don't know how how long they can do that for. Right. I don't see it as a long term strategy. Yeah, I, don't I, I would like to, like yeah. I get again because I think it's an interesting uh, plot point, but I don't see it happening. Yeah, Allison is fraying at the seams. Yeah. Oh yeah. So she is coming apart, and Yvonne, I think, is only going to be able to hold her together for so long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the fact that she did not light the cigarette when Carrie was sitting across yeah. from her was very telling to me. That'll be interesting mm-hmm. to see the right. what the fallout from that. Yeah. Yeah, because why didn't he... Get, they were taping everything she said, so oh. there may have been some informational value there to the Russians not to take mm-hmm. her out. But, Allison, if you want to wrap up that loose end, mm-hmm. there you go. You can do it. And mm-hmm. Carrie, yeah, Carrie said, I haven't told you about it, and you're not going to show the documents to anyone else, and she promised her. But there's only one true way to make sure someone doesn't talk. Right. Was it just one loose end? I mean, Saul is yeah. still at play. That's true. Yeah. And Saul, although he's P-whipped, um, he, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think he, uh, you know, he, he can see, he's starting to, I think he's smart enough to kind of see through it. 
God. I have to take a drink on that. That was fantastic. Oh, wow. Wow. We're trying. We're wow. trying to avoid that. Julian, that is the Coca-Cola, the Santa-themed Whatever. can of Coke that he drank before right. this it is what episode. It is. That was fantastic. Influenced by, by her. I think, despite that, I think he would eventually see through it. I think he's smart enough to see through it. Yeah, I don't think he's going to like it, but yeah, I, I agree with you. Yeah, yeah I think he's going to see. But he's still not, though. He still hasn't figured out that um, Allison is the one who is causing all this issue. And just at the end of the episode is when Carrie figured it out. And I loved how she figured it out, Stephanie. Yeah. You kind of thought yeah. it was far-fetched, though, you know, that... Yeah, it, I did, but, you know... Just this was... one conversation from... Yeah, the one conversation. Sometimes somebody can say something to you, you're, and you and you see a picture, and it brings it all back for you. And I think that that's what happened. Like an image recall. Yeah, right. Okay. She's like, she's looking at the picture. She's seeing the guy on the beach, and yeah. she's like, oh my god, I remember that conversation. Mm-hmm. And that's how she started to put it all together. What you think? What I at first I thought, how could you remember such an innocuous conversation? But I forget, you know, they're in Baghdad and they're mm-hmm. talking about some really heavy stuff. And mm-hmm. in the middle of that, to talk about, you know, being in St. Lucia and having, mm-hmm. you know, a daiquiri, one of the best daiquiris in the world. It, it, I can see how that could stand out for mm-hmm. her within the context of, you know, death and war and, right. you know, what they're always talking about all day because that's the nature of their jobs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I did understand mm-hmm. ultimately why she remembered. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a great, it was a great little clue that Carrie just sits there and realizes it. And then she looks and off and just says, Allison. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a great way to yeah. reveal that she's figured this all yeah, out. Yeah. She kind of yeah. put it all together right yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. And, and, um, the, the thing is, I wasn't sure that, um, Allison was actually in love with Ahmed Nazari, uh, Ahmed Nazari. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't tell if they were truly in love or if she was yeah. just playing him to get money. Um, but then when you see that picture, you realize they went off together mm-hmm. to St. Lucia and spent that time. So clearly she did have something for him. Falsified the name, uh, his name on the kill report for the embassy attack. Oh, right. Yeah. So you got to remember that too. So she really loved this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I liked how the show took us Last week showed us all the characters, showed us Touchstone, the mm-hmm. judge. Uh, he was that's who they were talking about. Um, Samir mm-hmm. was the judge who Carrie met when oh, she first right. came to right. Baghdad. Mm-hmm. Touchstone meet request o- meeting with Oriel. Remember mm-hmm. that? Yeah. So Touchstone's the judge that she met. Oriel right. being Carrie. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they showed us all that last week, and then we learned the backstory of it today. Right. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a really cool strategy. Yeah. Um, to, to learn about these key characters here. Yeah, I did too. I liked. Um, I also like the scene where Otto was just perched watching uh, Newman. Yes. <laughs> and you know, I was yeah. like, no, Otto, you cannot be bad. Well, no, 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 but, no. Yeah. Time out, time out. <laughs> we, we had another piece of evidence this week. <laughs> yes, that Otto we did. During, Otto During is a bad guy. Yes. And he said, uh, you know, he lied to Carrie. Yes. About seeing Jonas. Yes, he did. A uh, Jonas, excuse me. Uh, I know I say Jonas too. I saw Jonas because yeah. the spelling is like. But he lied to Carrie. He saw Jonas last week at the farm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's either doing one of two things. He's lying for a greater reason or he's trying to keep them apart so it'll be easier to fire her later. Mm-hmm. Julian, what'd you think? I think. Because he... you were skeptical <laughs> and when it happened, I was like, see? I see? was too. Yeah. I think there must be a bigger reason. I don't. Yeah. I don't see. Uh, I don't see the badness in him yet. 
I, I don't. I think there's there's a reason why he wants to kind of keep her going, and I don't know. I, I just I want to believe that he's a good guy. If anything, it's for his personal gain. You want to yeah. believe that, but well, all I evidence believe is that to the contrary. I want to. Okay, I want to. I believe that he is doing something for the uh, greater reason. He's doing this. This all of this puppeteering for a greater reason. I just can't figure out why. I was going to say, and one of our YouTube uh, commenters alluded to something, and I'm paraphrasing here, about all the Catholic references with Otto. Hmm. About, remember when she, when Carrie asked him, what's your Wi-Fi password? I think he said something, a Pope Francis or something like that. So, uh, you know, that may have something Here. alluded to. Uh, oh, God, I can't remember without, so <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> without my glasses. I mean, I have my glasses right here, but, you know. Um, yeah, so Otto is, and the fact that he was, you know, last week was telling Jonas, okay, leave her alone. She's delusional, blah, blah, blah. And now he's here with Newman. Yeah, there's going to be a bigger story there. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I forgot to go to YouTube for the social media shout out. Yeah. So did you see anything? <laughs> yeah, yeah read that comment. Uh, sure, out. yeah. Since we're talking about it, mm-hmm. I'm just, it's a really long comment. But uh, <laughs> we're, we're happy you uh, posted it. Um, so, Beljour commented, uh, what's going on with all the Catholic references concerning during mm-hmm. his parents taking in a monk, the password being Pope Francis? Is it possible that he has connections to the Vatican? And is it possible that Saul and Dara are putting on a huge charade to flush out the mall? Uh, and then she goes on to ask more questions. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't, I don't understand. I don't... It, it, Homeland doesn't do anything haphazardly. They, every plot line is mm-hmm. for a reason. So I wonder what's the reason. What right. what does that um, have to do with... Yeah, there's been a lot of meetings of in churches yeah. this season. Yeah. Carrie, from the beginning of mm-hmm. the season, was found sitting in a church and mm-hmm. was um, at peace. And now this episode, she left a message for Allison in a, uh, in a, in a Bible, in a book, mm-hmm. um, or a songbook in, um, in a church. And so there... Yeah, there's a lot of religious implications and themes to this season Um, by you know there's the scene last week between Otto and Carrie when Carrie says you seem pretty virtuous and he says but I'm not Mm -hmm. without any semblance of sarcasm well nobody's perfect Frank Julian, I'm telling you, man. <laughs> I'm telling you. The Frank's evidence is piling up. He said last week he wasn't virtuous. He said this week he lied to Carrie this week. He is playing, at the very least, he is playing both sides of the fence. Yep. But more likely, in my view, he has a darker plot happening. I mean, yeah. Even the shots of him this week when he was yeah. watching Newman work, he was he sat back. That was just quiet, creepy. In the, right? Like I said, yeah. perched like a hawk. You know, they just sit and they watch. Yeah. So then for what for what purpose? I mean, he's not, he's clearly not someone who thinks that highly of the U.S. government or government in general. Right. 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 So let's, I'm thinking maybe he wants to see how this, maybe he doesn't trust Carrie enough yet to, mm. uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. He, he, he knows at this point, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, he knows that. Carrie and Saul are kind of connected again, right? Yeah. So maybe that's a a red flag for him in some way. Maybe he doesn't feel like he can kind of relinquish all trust to her and he has to kind of watch her. I ultimately think Mm. it's about getting the documents into his hands and into Laura's hands so that he can expose more organizations. Yeah. Mm. He's sort of a Julian Assange, WikiLeaks Mm -hmm. type of character um, during this season and ultimately I think it will personally gain for him if he can see what's in those documents. Yeah, because I don't think Otto really wants more money. He wants more power. Of course. It seems like he's very that's well. The kind of, those, those, are the, those types of people, they don't want really more money. They just desire more power and influence. Yeah. 
Okay, I can see how that... Okay. You disagree? You like him. (laughs) Well, I mean, it it depends on how you feel about whistleblowers and, Mm -hmm. you know, what their purpose is, if they're virtuous or if they're, you know, doing more harm than good. Right. I don't like that he lied to Carrie, though, because Jonas asked about her specifically to him, and he just blew her off and said, nope, not asking about you. Because what would that do? Would that she completely call it off because Jonas asked about her? I don't think so. So I wonder why he he lied. Yeah, I wonder why he lied. I was was confused about that. Either he wants to keep them apart because had he said, yeah, Jonas asked about you and he... He was concerned about you. you know, then Carrie knows that he still cares and yeah. she'll still be around the organization and it may make it tougher for him later to, to fire, fire her. Oh, right. uh, but that may not be true because he told Jonas to his face, we're not going to renew her contract. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so time. either or. It yeah. doesn't matter. I, I think he's already decided. Yeah. 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 Let us know what you guys think yeah. out there. Use that hashtag ABTV Homeland. What is behind Otto During's action? That is going to be our question for you this week. Mm-hmm. What is behind our Otto During's action? I don't think he's a good character. If you agree with me, tweet at us. If you agree with Julian, keep your thoughts to yourself. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm just kidding. Uh, if you do, please, please Taking tell advantage because you're the host. That's right. <laughs> this is the bully pulpit. Right <laughs> and while I'm at it, I want to remind all of you guys to please subscribe to us on iTunes. Submit us a review. Give us a five-star review on there if you wouldn't mind. Also on YouTube. Give us a thumbs up and a comment underneath us. Um, it helps us track to see how many people are out there and making sure that we're delivering value to you guys, extra value for for watching this show, but we really appreciate you guys watching. So now, next, uh, I want to talk about poor damn Quinn. Every episode, he finds himself in more and more trouble, but what we've learned this week is that the jihadis want to go back into Berlin and uh, execute an attack Mm -hmm. on Berlin. Now, when I saw that happen, it made me really nervous as a viewer because of what's just happened in Paris. Mm. Right. So I really hope that scene that that scene isn't shot or that it's going to get thwarted or mm. ultimately the creatives over there could change it if that was something that they were going to show on TV because I don't think that would play well at all and it would be very disturbing for people to watch. Yeah. Disagree? No, I, I go ahead. No, go ahead. I I agree. I think it's it's the it's not the right time. It it's yeah. it's still kind of it's mm. not. The, it doesn't feel right. Yeah. Um, yeah. They care about sort of the sentiments of people and how you know how people are feeling. I don't. Yeah. I agree with you. I think it yeah. should be held off. Yeah. Even today off. in Belgium, there was a news story out there that uh, several blocks of of a city center were completely closed down. Mm-hmm. Schools uh, are closed mm-hmm. for the foreseeable future, and they're under an imminent threat warning, their highest terrorist warning in that country. So I'm seeing this episode and ultimately the plan was for the jihadis to go get weapons from this outpost and then come back into Europe mm-hmm. into Germany and Berlin and execute an attack. It makes me nervous to see that happening. What was your reaction? Yeah, Stephanie? I thought uh, I was kind of wondering if they do shoot something like that, how are they going to be sensitive to the situation that is currently going on in the world. Mm-hmm. There is a possible way that they could do it and still you know, make it very Hollywood and sort of over the top, or they can be subtle about it. We'll just have to wait and see. Um, but I think that if it's done properly and the, the way the writing is going in, this epi- in these episodes, I think it's probably going to be done well. Okay. That's just my opinion. Interesting. I hope they avoid it altogether. <laughs> yeah. Um, but... You know, because it's uh, the, the problem is we saw the gas masks. Yeah. So they're planning a chemical attack. Right. 
um, which could just be horrific. Yeah. And it would be a situation where Homeland would overstep its, yeah. its, its boundaries and its sort of fictional status as a show. If you run this type of scene... Mm-hmm. You run the risk of saying of making a statement that you're insensitive about the events that occurred, which I don't think is possible because they played that title card before the episode yeah. last last um, last episode, yeah. saying you know we understand the events of Paris and mm-hmm. we're sorry for the victims and the homeland is fictional. Right. Well, I kept asking myself, why Germany, why Berlin, mm-hmm. if the if. Because even even one of the guys was confused. Like I thought we were going right. to Syria. Yeah. So why the change of plan? Yeah. Well, well, I guess it was never. I mean, they would never planned on going to Syria, but w- w- why Berlin and not Syria? Well, I I've heard there, there was a movie that came out last year. Um, uh, I can't remember with Philip Seymour Hoffman and Rachel McAdams. I can't remember what it was called, but it focused on Hamburg, Germany, and they said you know the second most dangerous area is Hamburg, Germany for terrorism. Really? Um, so outside of the Middle East. Mm. So they have uh, a significant population there um, that is planning events, p- mm. planning terrorist events. And so Germany is on the forefront of this this battle against terrorism, and they are dealing with the migrant crisis, the refugee mm-hmm. crisis from Syria right now. They're on the front lines of it there. So it seems like a very relevant setting to me. Mm. Okay. Yeah. You disagree? No, I just I'm just trying to understand it within the I don't I don't know it, it, I guess it threw me for a loop. That's yeah. all. Yeah, uh, and I, I didn't know why they took Quinn with them if they weren't if they decided at some point they weren't going to Syria. Why even take Quinn? Why like, not kill him? Yeah, exactly. Right? Because right? at they that need point Quinn he's for? useless. Well, Quinn got them in and out of the borders, leaving from Germany. Yeah. So they they probably left Germany and went to another country, and then they're going to come back in. Mm. So the same. Okay, so they would be using him to get back into Germany. That's right. That's okay. So Quinn oh, is, is showing is? them okay. the easy ways to get in and out around Europe. Uh, gotcha. I gotcha. That's, what okay. I, that's what I think is happening. There. Okay. Yeah. So With weapons, because he thought that they were getting weapons, and he says, "No, you can't take weapons into Syria. You're going to yeah. go to jail for like ten years." Exactly. Okay. So, I got it. Yeah. So he was uh, he was trying to advise him, but the plan all along was just for them to use Quinn. Mm. Mm. And he mm-hmm. gets hit over the head. Poor damn Quinn. Quite an elaborate plan, though. They killed their like their seemingly their leader. Like they, yeah. Or, or well, I mean, he they didn't kill him, but they allowed him to kind of just mm-hmm. be there. <laughs> well, I think it's because ultimately he just hates the enemy, and um, I believe is. Nijak, or I couldn't remember. I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember. But he gets killed because Quinn is the enemy, and mm-hmm. that's the end of it. And okay. he wanted to kill Quinn. Mm-hmm. And I think that these guys, the rest of the jihadis, saw him and said, oh, that's somebody we can use for a little bit mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. we kill him. But uh-huh. once they had the weapons, they knocked him out. So in essence, they were smarter than, than he was. Exactly. And that yeah. they, they could see Quinn's value, and the other guy obviously couldn't. Yeah. Okay. Quinn said to the guy, have you ever been in a in a war zone, the guy just stares at him. He goes, I didn't think so. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So they and don't even I know thought, what they're doing. I thought in that moment that Quinn was outsmarting them. Yeah, I did too. I did I too. Yeah, I didn't see this coming at all. Mm-mm. This was not, because this was not something I saw coming. It was very surprising mm-hmm. yeah. to me. It's it's scary. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when Quinn is knocked out and thrown in the back of the truck. In the back of the head too. It's and such oh, a sensitive area. I know. And Poor I guy. Like, Poor guy. I know. And he's all taped up in the back. Yeah. <laughs> he's been hurt all season long. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So it's uh, it's tough. It's a tough season for Quinn. And for do not kill Rupert Quinn. Friend. Listen, Homeland, if you're watching, I know you watch. Do not kill this character. No. 
I'm, I'm sure there are people that agree with me. He is a central character, and if you do to him what you did to Brody, I don't know that I can forgive you again. <laughs> that would be tough. Yeah. That would be really no, hard. For me, if Saul died, that would be the end. That would yeah, be the that, end w- for that me. would definitely be the end for yeah. me, too. Yeah. He's just, he's right. just the man. And I, I might be able to get over Quinn. It'll take me a couple of seasons, but <laughs> I, I don't think I could ever get over a Saul death. Yeah. Well, let's check in with Saul while we're talking yeah. about yeah. him. Of Saul. He, he's arranging time with Etai Luskin to, yeah. to potentially defect, but ultimately Saul decides that's not for him, that he doesn't have a choice in the matter that he's an American, and ultimately it would show that he is guilty of blowing up ge- the general's plane. Mm-hmm. It would add more credence to that. So mm-hmm. um, Saul is sort of in limbo right now. He tries to negotiate for more time, but ultimately Itai gets him out of there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what did you guys think about Saul this week? Oh, I like that uh, Dardal is still sort of sort of on his tail, mm-hmm. you know, still so, telling Allison, well, what did he say to you? And he turned the water on for two minutes. And what were you guys talking about? She's like, you really want me to tell you? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So luckily she didn't um, sell him out. She didn't tell him anything. She did protect him. She did. Yeah. And I yeah. thought, hmm, interesting. Very yeah. interesting. So we'll see what, what where that goes. I like that she said that. You really want me to tell you? Because... It, a, it's funny. Yeah. And B, it's a stalling tactic. Exactly. While she can think of what she can say mm-hmm. to save Saul. Yeah. yeah. So I thought that was that was really great. In terms of Saul uh, this week, um, I f- he's just, again, it's a situation where someone's between a rock and a hard place and they're just doing their best to get out of it. And um, Saul pulled all the Saul stops and, and did everything that he could do intellectually mm-hmm. to get out of it. And um, he, we saw that he has been given a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, if we only give a little bit of time, that obviously makes for a great narrative. But mm-hmm. um, I just, again, I'm, I, we get to see the best of Saul when his backup is, is, is backed up against the wall. I think. Yeah, that's such yeah. a great point. And he was backed up against the wall when he had that meeting with the Israeli intelligence officer who told him, you don't have more time. You've got to get out of here. And um, ultimately, um, Dardal comes to an agreement mm-hmm. with Israeli intelligence to get him out of there. But mm-hmm. Itai, being a, the great friend and human being that he is, gets Saul out of there. So mm-hmm. they're going to be on the run for a little bit yeah. next episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was an article that I wanted to uh, provide a little bit of education to our viewers about. Julian found it and tweeted it out online. It was an Economist article about the difference between Shia and Sunni Muslims. So I want to share that with you now. We'll call this our news and gossip section uh, for the show here. Um, so the argument between the two groups dates back. Um, excuse me. Let me quote the um, the author here. Um, it's just a SB uh, was the author. Yeah, uh, I, I didn't see I the and I didn't see any of the other articles that SB wrote. Yeah. So, so okay, SB. SB, thank you for writing this. <laughs> yeah. um, this is an Economist article um, from 2013 that says, "What is the difference between Sunni and Shia Muslims?" And the argument dates back to. Um, to the death in 632 of Islam's founder, the Prophet Muhammad, uh, tribal Arabs who followed him were split over who should inherit what was both a political and a religious office. The majority, who would go on to become known as the Sunnis, and today make up 80% of Muslims, backed Abu Bakr, a friend of the Prophet and father of his wife, Aisha. Others thought Muhammad's kin the rightful successors. They claimed the prophet had anointed Ali, his son and son, his cousin and son-in-law. They became known as the Shia, a contraction of Shiat Ali, the partisans of Ali. Abu Bakr's backers won out. 
Though Ali did briefly rule as the fourth caliph, the title given to Muhammad's successors. Islam's split was cemented when Ali's son Hussein was killed in 680 in Karbala, which is modern Iraq, by the ruling Sunni caliph's troops. Sunni rulers continued to monopolize political power while the Shia lived in the shadow of the state, looking instead to their imams, the first 12 of whom were descended directly from Ali for guidance. As time went on, the religious beliefs of the two groups started to diverge. So I thought that was really interesting. It was something I always wanted to know about Mm -hmm. um, between the two Muslim groups because they don't really get along. You mostly find Shia in Iran and Mm -hmm. Sunnis in the United Arab Emirates and Qatar and other areas. Um, so I thought that was really valuable. Did you see anything else in there that you you liked? Well, I, the, continuing on, there's just a, a small section that I thought was rather interesting. It says, today, the world's 1.6 billion Muslims, which I didn't know that there were that many. Pardon mm. my ignorance. I'm sorry. Uh, anyone who's watching that's Muslim. Uh, today, the world's 1.6 billion Muslims all agree that Allah is the only God and Muhammad his messenger. They follow five ritualistic pillars of Islam. Then it goes on to list those pillars. But um, it differentiates further, and it says... But while Sunnis rely heavily on the practice of the Prophet and his teachings, the Shia see their ayatollahs uh, as reflections of God on earth. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was rather interesting because I, I did, admittedly I didn't know anything. I didn't. I've only been st- I've only been researching sort of what's happening in the Middle East uh, more closely this year, and this was such a great article and explained it in such a in such a not I don't want to say layman's terms, but in just terms that we can all understand. Yeah. Um, there's also there's a video on the BBC. I'll try to find it and, and tweet it out. It's on my Facebook somewhere. I have to go through the timeline. <laughs> um, that talks about who's fighting who yeah. in Iraq and Syria, mm-hmm. and it's a great explainer with a lot of you know really. Uh, visually appealing uh, graphics and things like that, but uh, it's it's a great explainer as to what actually is happening mm-hmm. and who's fighting who and who's, in their opinion, who's responsible for yeah okay. all of that. Very interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I like. I thank you for tweeting that out. It yeah, was something I I've, like. I said I've always wanted to know since. America started getting more and more involved mm. in the Middle East you know, back in 2003. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's important for us. I hope you guys um, enjoyed that and that gave you a little extra value. So mm-hmm. be sure to let us know if you like that and we can uh, continue to look for news stories like that to help enhance your understanding yeah. of of the Muslim world right. yeah. exactly. and what their motivations are. So, um, well, guys, I think <laughs> we should move into our final segment of the show, as always, which is our predictions. <laughs> and now, you're after Buzz. You so want to go first. It's not even go funny. Frank, you so want to go first. Let's go, Frank. I'm just going to do it. So, look, Allison is going to turn on the Russians. Okay. I agree okay. with that. Listen, and here's what. We're a little speechless by that, but okay. I completely stunned them with that prediction. Yes, she did. I think, look, she's playing both sides right now, but because I saw the origin story where she was forced mm-hmm. into doing this, it ultimately leads me to believe that she is going to. It, it's becoming too much for her to handle. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, she's going to get found out. Carrie has found out about her this week. Saul will find out about her next week. That's another prediction I will make that Carrie will get in touch with Saul and let her know about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and ultimately, it's going to be too much for her to handle. But she has, I think, split loyalties. Mm-hmm. She has loyalties to herself. She has loyalties to to the to the United States, where she grew up and wanted to be back in before all this happened. But then she also has to do this work with Ivan, 
mm-hmm. which has ultimately personally profited her, but it's not where her heart lies. Mm-hmm. Right, I agree. So she's going to get caught. Mm-hmm. I don't think she's going to... Well, she may still kill herself, but I think before then she will do something that helps the American team track down the Russians who have been um, who've been causing the problems so far, and I think she will turn back to her original um, her original loyalties simply because she's been doing it for ten years and it's just all becoming too much for her. Yeah, I think it's it's starting to weigh on her, and I think you're right. I actually agree with you. Yeah. I think that she's going to sell Yvonne, I, I, Yvonne yes. down the river. And let me just say that that guy is a brilliant actor. Yes, yeah. he's not famous yet, but pay attention to him because I'm telling you, just as, from an actor's perspective, he is very very good. What yeah. did you see about him? That you, go ahead. He has subtleties. He has uh, depth within his words. Mm -hmm. That's what real acting is. That's why we go to school for that. Mm -hmm. That's what it is about. So pay attention to that guy because he's going to be doing a lot of movies and stuff. Guarantee it. That's That's just my that's my prediction. (laughs) One of non-show predictions, but he's going to be doing a lot of movies if he's not doing them already. But I think that Allison, if she's smart, she will sell him down the river. She should. Why would she be smart to do that? Well, because otherwise she's going to go to jail for right. A thousand years, or I mean, die. Who, or die. You should, uh, Allison, I think, honestly, is a little too vain to kill herself. Because sure. <laughs> any lady that buys five hundred dollar handbags is way too vain. She's got for a lot that. to lose. In she's, her mind. You know what I'm saying? She's not gonna leave all that hand, both handbags you. behind, and you know all that. That's just from. A, I'm just being silly, but <laughs> I just that's what I think. I <laughs> agree and agree and agree okay. uh, about the actor too. I think he was brilliant, mm-hmm. uh, especially. I, I made a, a comment about his accent. Um, you did how there were certain words. There were strategically certain words that he said with an English accent, like an American accent, mm-hmm. and then certain words that he kind of had like the Russian in it. So yeah. I thought that was an interesting choice because mm-hmm. it kind of it shows sort of his acclimation to. Um, the English language. Anyway, uh, as far as um, my prediction, I'm just going to build upon your prediction. Okay. I think it's a little too little too late for Allison to mm. uh, be the hero in this. Uh, what I mean by that is she will probably, in my opinion, I think she, well, I agree with you, will probably try to do the right thing, but she's done way too much damage for them, to, for them to care about her plight. For the Americans to care about her plight. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, m- my formal prediction is that she will try her best to, you know, sell him down the river. And they'll use her until they, uh, the Americans will use her until they don't need her anymore and then toss her away. And at that point, at that realization, when she's, when she realizes that she is not useful anymore, right. then she'll kill herself. Oh. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. That's a bomb dropper. Right that there. is. That was cool. Interesting. Well, I, I think Allison's story can go a lot of different directions. Mm-hmm. It's what's exciting about this season is we really don't know yeah. how it's going to go. <laughs> you had an assassin with his target right on to carry, mm-hmm. and she ultimately puts her cigarettes away. Um, mm-hmm. I want to get back to that. Why do you guys think she did that? Why did she let Carrie live? Because oh. I really, that's tough for me, and I'd I, love to get your, your thought after, on that. Especially after she's had, had her name in the kill box. 
Yeah. So this is going to have been her second opportunity That's to get right. rid of Carrie. That's a great point. I don't. I, I don't know. Maybe she's just going to use her like she uses everybody else. Mm-hmm. She's going to use her to fish out the documents and fish out the people, fish out the guy that, that was supposed to her the boyfriend that was supposed to what's his name Missouri? No, oh, oh, Ackman Missouri. Right, Ackman-Nizuri. because remember he's still alive. Yes, and yeah. she and that guy were in love. Yes, so she may be saving uh, something you know to bring him to get in contact with him or some or something like that. He's, how do you? think she she'll use uh carrie to get in contact with her lover i, I don't know curious. that's just a random thought okay because <laughs> I, I don't i don't see how carrie could help in that regard um i just think she had second thoughts i think she ultimately is an american patriot and she you know wants to do what's best for america i, I just think she had a second thought you think she's American? Allison? Oh, I don't want to say patriot, actually. That's the wrong word. I think she feels <laughs> no. like she's trying... Yeah, sorry. Really? Comment away. Wait I don't a care. minute. Sorry, not a patriot. Um, I think she th- she'd she like to think that she can be. Well, that's true. Okay? She's uh, vain. I, I just think she had a second thought. Hmm. I don't know. I, I don't know that she it's that She had a second deep. thought about killing Yeah, Carrie. about killing okay. Carrie. Because, I mean... She, she could still gain more information from Carrie by could. keeping her, you know, close to the chest. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's going to happen. probably not going to happen now that Carrie has figured it out. Yes. Right. That's um, true. So that's another, that also plays into my prediction now that Carrie knows and now that obviously Saul will probably know very soon. Um, I don't, I don't know that it'll make a difference for, for Allison. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. We'll see. Well, we have a lot to watch for next week. Thank you all so much for tuning in again this week. Um, As always, we were your wonderful panel, starting with Julian Dujeric. Who you can find all across the board on all social media at Julian Dujeric. And Stephanie Garrett. I am at StephanieG3360 on Instagram and Twitter and Stephanie Garrett3360 on YouTube. You got it right this week. (laughs) And I am Frank Majorana. You guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Let's Go Frank M. Thanks so much for tuning in this week. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Yes. We will be back here next Sunday. And It'll I'll be see Julian you in two and weeks. I. <laughs> Stephanie is off to Chicago. Hey. <laughs> so safe travels, Stephanie. Bye. Uh, go out and have a blessed week, everyone, and we'll see you back soon. Bye. Take care. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 